Page 256, Leaving. Early in the morning, Maya arrives with many other humans. Some have white coats, some have rustling papers. They're hushed, busy, determined. Ruby enters her box first. I'm scared, Ivan, she calls from inside the box. I don't want to leave you. A part of me doesn't want her to leave either, but I know I can't tell her that. Think of all the amazing stories you can share with your new family, I say. Ruby falls silent. I'll tell them your elephant joke, she says after a long pause. The one about the refrigerator. I bet they'd like that. And be sure to tell them about Bob and Julia and me. I clear my throat. And Stella. I'll remember everyone, Ruby says. Especially you. Before I can say any more, they roll her cage out to a waiting truck. It's my turn. Bob is hiding in a corner behind my pool. The humans don't even notice him. While they're busy making sure my box is ready, Bob sneaks over. He licks my chin, just in case there's any leftovers. You, I whisper, are the one and only Bob. I reach for Knot Tag. She is a limp rag without her stuffing. Dribbles of paint cover her fur. I hold her out to Bob. He tilts his head, confused. It's to help you sleep, I say. Bob takes her in his teeth and slips away. Good boy. Good, Ivan. Good boy, Maya says when I lumber into my box. I hear the clicker, and I'm rewarded with a tiny marshmallow. When I'm settled, Maya gives me a sweet drink that tastes of mango and something bitter. My eyelids grow heavy. I want to see what happens next, but I'm sleepy. So sleepy. I dream I'm with Tag, and we're swinging from vines while Stella watches. The sun slices through the thick ceiling of trees, and the breeze tastes like fruit. Moving. My eyes flutter open. The box is moving. I'm in the grumbling belly of some great beast. I fall back to sleep. Awakening. I awake to glass and steel. It's a new cage, not unlike my old cage, except that it's much cleaner. Maya's here, and other humans that I recognize. Hey there, Ivan, Maya says. He's coming too, guys. I have three walls of glass. The fourth wall is a curtain of wood slats that are strung together. This doesn't look like the zoos on TV. Where are the other animals? Where are the gorillas? Is this where Ruby ended up in a cage like her old one, still alone? Is she cold, hungry, sad? Is there anyone to tell her stories when she can't get back to sleep? Missing. I miss my old cozy cage. I miss my art. But most of all, I miss Bob. My belly's cold without him. Food. The food is fine here. No soda, though, or cotton candy. Not famous. I have no visitors here. No sticky-fingered children or weary parents. Only Maya and her humans come, with their soothing voices and soft hands. I wonder if I've stopped being famous. Something in the air. Endless days pass. Then I notice something. A change. I don't know what it is, but I taste it in the air, like far-off rain clouds gathering. A new TV. Maya brings me a TV. It's bigger than my old one. She turns it on. I think you're going to like this show, she says, smiling. I'm hoping for a romance. Maybe a western. But it's a nature show. 
one without human voices or ads. It's a show about gorillas being gorillas. I watch them eat and groom and play fight. I even watch them sleep. I wonder why Mac never put on this channel. The Family Every day, I watch the gorillas on the TV screen. It's a small family and an odd one. Just three females and a juvenile male without a silverback to protect them. They groom each other and eat and sleep, then groom each other some more. They're a contented group, placid and good-natured, although, like any family, they do bicker from time to time. Excited. This morning, for some reason, there is no gorilla show on TV. Maya and the other humans are excited. They chirp like birds at dawn. Today's the day, they say. I've watched many humans watch me, but never have they looked so happy. Maya goes to the wall of wooden slats. She grins goofily. She pulls a string. What I see. Gorillas. Three females and a juvenile male. It's the family I've been watching, but they're not on a TV screen. They're on the other side of the glass, watching me watch them. I see me. Lots of me. I cover my eyes. I look again. They're still there. Watching. Every day I watch them through my window, the way that my visitors used to watch me. See how they chase, groom, see how they play, sleep, see how they live. They're graceful the way that Stella was, moving just enough, only as much as they need. They stare at me, heads tilted, pointing and hooting, and I wonder, are they as fascinated by me as I am by them? She. Her hoots make my ears hurt. I admire her intact canines from afar. Her name is Kinyani. She's faster than I am, spry and probably smarter, although I'm twice her size and that too is important. She's terrifying and beautiful, like a painting that moves. Door. Today, the humans led me to a door. On the other side, Kinyani and the others wait for me. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to be a silverback. I'm Ivan, just, just Ivan, only Ivan. I decide it's not a good day to socialize. I'll try again tomorrow. Wondering. All night I lie awake, wondering about Ruby. Has she already walked through a door like the one I'm facing? Was she as scared as I am? Scared the way she must have been that day that she fell in the hole? I think of Ruby's endless curiosity and of the questions that she loved to ask. Have you ever danced with a tiger, Ivan? Will you turn your fur blue? Why doesn't that little boy have a tail? If Ruby was here with me, she'd be asking, What's on the other side of the door, Ivan? Ruby would want to know, and she would have been through that door by now. Ready. You want to try again, Ivan? Maya asks. I think of Ruby, and I tell myself, it's time. The door opens.